Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome one, welcome all. We are glad you are here. It's a green and gold Monday. Packers get a win yesterday. They knock off the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz now out of a job. 30-16, to they beat Philadelphia. They go to 9-3 and on the season. And now they set their sights on the Detroit Lions, who got a nice, didn't quit, come from behind win against uh, a Chicago Bears team that continually circles the drain. And uh, now they've got to, you know, deal with that. And you know what? Going over to Detroit and Ford Field's never been easy. You know, it's always been one of those weird games. Either they go in and get a blowout win, or it's tight, or they get beat. Uh, it's just, it, it, you know, and a lot of times when they go over there and they're scheduled to win a game, things don't work out that way. So I don't take uh, the Detroit Lions for granted at all. I mean, some may, but I don't. I've seen too many weird things go on over there. So what was it? Uh... Four years ago, they were supposed to get a win over there, and it took uh, that Hail Mary from Aaron Rodgers to Jeff Janis, I think it was, who came down with it in the end zone. The Packers walked away with that Thursday night win. Remember that? That was supposed to be a game in which they were supposed to just kind of walk in, throw the helmets out there, and get a win. And it, it was, you know, now granted at the time they had a lot of injuries. The Packers were all banged up. But I don't, I don't take anything for granted going into Detroit. So the Packers uh, get the win yesterday. And I had talked about this today. And last night we got a lot of calls and tweets and emails and such about the consternation uh, and a little bit of angst of Packers fans who sit kind of right now with your arms folded saying, show me something. And you can't be shown something right now until you get to the end of the season. Because you're, what you're waiting for is the other shoe to fall. That, that's kind of what you're waiting for. Right? So, I get it. But I also feel that in this particular case, it's kind of like, why not the Packers? 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. 
give us a shout. By the way, the game tonight, I had said that the Bills are on the road in Santa Clara. That game, remember, has been moved. That game was moved. That game is going to Arizona, I believe, because Santa Clara and California being shut down, and they're not allowing all of this right now. Some of these, uh, some of these games out in that particular area to be played, Cal- uh, Santa Clara area specifically, San Francisco area specifically. So uh, that game, I believe, has been moved. Correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, Joe, right? Okay, yeah, that game has been moved. So uh, I wanted to. I said that earlier that they're playing at Levi Stadium in Santa Clara, but uh, they are not. They're in uh, Arizona. I was kind of sitting here. I uh, had the four-letter network on. They were talking about the game coming up tonight, and I saw Arizona. I went, oh, that's right. That's right. They were running their commercial for Monday Night Football. You also have uh, Washington on the road uh, against uh, the Steelers tonight. That's 4 o'clock Central Time. Got afternoon football today. 4 o'clock Central Time. Good stuff. We got more afternoon football. I'm liking it. More afternoon Steeler football, as a matter of fact. And then tomorrow at 7 o'clock Central Time, you've got the Cowboys on the road taking on the Ravens. So you get Mike McCarthy tomorrow. There you go. But what did you take away from this game yesterday? What did you take away from this game yesterday for the Packers and the Eagles? 855-830-8648. Uh, this one's from Jacob, who says, Marquez Valdez-Scantling needs to go. Uh, he didn't come up with a ball yesterday, and I had mentioned he did some things downfield blocking. We'll talk more about that coming up uh, in a moment. Uh, he is unreliable. It's time to cut your ties. Let me ask you this. You do that. Then what? Then what? Who else do you have? It's not like you're sitting here with this plethora of, of real high-end wideouts. Who else do you have? You cut him just to cut him, just so you don't have him to throw to anymore? The guy has played well at times this season. And I think for Marquez, and the one thing Marquez Valdez-Scantling does, if indeed he does have a catch, now yesterday he was targeted twice and had the one big drop, the obvious 55-yard pass that would have been a spectacular throw and catch had he actually come down with a ball, and he should have had the ball. But he blows that lid. He opens that lid on that defense. And it does give Devonta Adams additional opportunities. So, I'm not – look, I don't like it either. But these are the these are the cards you're going to go to the table with. you got to figure out how to play the cards. You know, Marquez Valdez-Scanling, I've said this time and again, he's a lot like Jermichael Finley. He gets better if you use him early. So, I'm I, – I, you, you can't. I know it's frustrating. But you can't just every time somebody makes a bad play or has a, a you know a few bad plays and a, a few games and, and then your determination is they suck, just to cut them loose. You just you just can't unless you have another option. And it's not like the Packers are sitting there. Your your second leading receiver yesterday was Robert Tanyan. Your backup tight end was your second leading receiver. He had the twenty five yard touchdown catch. He had four catches for thirty nine yards. But 25 of those came on one catch. So after that, three catches for 14 yards. Alan Alan Lazard, four targets, three catches, 50 yards. Aaron Jones out of the backfield. Jamal Williams out of the backfield. Mercedes Lewis, one catch, 36 yards. Nice catch. Malik Taylor, one catch, 14 yards. 
Equinemius St. Brown, one catch, seven yards. I, that's what I'm saying. It's not like you've got Devontae Adams and then another guy that are getting 20 catches between them for 200 yards. You got one guy in Devontae, 12 targets, 10 catches, two touchdowns, 121 yards. And after that, you, you, they're just spreading the ball around and doing a very good job doing it. 855-830-8648. What did you take away from yesterday's contest? 855-830-8648. Here's, here's another one. Uh, Mark writes, uh, this is getting ridiculous. J.K. Scott simply cannot punt. It's a wasted opportunity for a draft choice. they got to go out and find somebody else. Okay, if you have somebody else, I understand it. There's a level of frustration. J.K. Scott, is, he's also had some back issues this year. Some back spasms have given him problems. He's been a good – when he's on, he's on. When he's on, you understand why they drafted him because he's he's good. But I agree with you. Over the last few games, he's been a guy that uh, has kind of outkicked the coverage. And at times, man, you just want him to throw his body out there. You know, just stop somebody. He does that dance and kind of looks bad doing it. Now, punters never tackle. But I just want to see a punter one time just take somebody out. That's the reason they get the knock. Ah, oh, kickers, they're not real football players. Just go take somebody out. We've seen Mason Crosby. Mason Crosby doesn't have a have a problem going down there and throwing his body in the end of the way. 855-830-8648. What did you take away from yesterday's contest? This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Van Horn Automotive. Van, my friends over at Van Horn, look, they still have uh, their big cyber sale going on. They've got a lot of good stuff happening over there. Check out our friends at Van Horn Automotive, and they've got all kinds of things at their website as well. Simply go to VanHornAuto.com. That's VanHornAuto.com. You can shop everything from one place. Again, VanHornAuto.com. Create your own deal online. Set up an appointment. Plus, they're going to offer no payments 90 days, and you have that seasonal service special for tires and brakes and a whole lot more. Uh, special service financing as well. Don't forget Van Horn Automotive, home of the 90-day test drive and free oil changes for life with every vehicle purchased and every employee there is an owner with a vested interest in your complete satisfaction, just like they did mine now four different times. Go to VanHornAuto.com. That is VanHornAuto.com. And see for yourself what it is I'm talking about. They're just good people over there. Go to VanHornAuto.com. Let's go to Sam listening to us in Menominee. Sam, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. Hey, Bill. I just wanted to call and give my thoughts on the game. Um, by the way, it was Richard Rodgers who caught that Hail Mary touchdown in the Motor City. Richard Rodgers, so, you are correct. So I was watching the game um, with my friends, and I was noticing Kenny Clark is uh, standing up three yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, just a little kind of unimpressed with the way uh, Clark has been going this year, especially with um, you know not stopping the run. Being standing back three yards behind the line of scrimmage on a final one, I think that's kind of unacceptable. You see Fletcher Cox out there. He's down on the ground. Anything, you know. Um, also, the trade-off between Kirksey and Martinez. I know we probably wouldn't have been able to afford Martinez, but um, I'm thinking we definitely took a step back with that. Also, a little sick of the bubble screens. Um, just wondering what you think on that. So, other than that, we got to Wentz. It was really good. Uh, Hertz was running for his life. So that was good, but we didn't get as many sacks on him. So that's kind of what right. I saw yesterday. Right. No, I appreciate the phone call. Look, uh, the, the bubble screams and things like that, uh, they have done a really good – I'm not going to question any of the Packers' play calling, only for the fact that it has been so rhythmic and so good for uh, – if you have to put a percentage on it, would you say 80%, 85%, maybe 90% of the time? The times they've gotten out of it has been the times that say – 
uh, down in Tampa Bay. They got out of their rhythm. Uh, Indianapolis, they somewhat got out of their rhythm. You know, um, yesterday they had a couple of – they had a three and out. And and I I said it last night. People are like, wow, Aaron Rodgers doesn't do his job. Are you kidding me? Tell me a quarterback that doesn't go three and out at least once in a game, twice in a game. I mean, defenses get paid too. You can't be be a 42-point, you know, per per average offense every game. You just can't. You can't keep that up. So it does happen sometimes at inopportune times, but that's when – Momentum shifts. Teams start to feel it. They give you a little something extra. You know, it is what it is. That's that's why it's football, you know? I, and, again, you, you don't like to see it. I'm not sitting here saying that, you know, I accept it. But it's a reality of the game, you know? And, by the way, the defense got a few three and outs yesterday. Or they'd give up a first down, and then after that, boom, three, done. They got off the field pretty solidly yesterday. I'm not – the defense – by the time it was all said and done, the defense held the Eagles to 31% on third down efficiency yesterday. The Eagles were only 4 of 13. That's that's awesome. So I I, I don't I don't have a, a problem with that. The Eagles punted 5 times yesterday. Packers punted 4. And that was a good defense. The Packers played yesterday. That's a good defensive front. The Packers played yesterday. So I'm I'm not I'm not living in a bunch of angst about that. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. Eric and Green Bay on the fan. We'll get to you first when we come back. What'd you take away from yesterday's contest with the Green Bay Packers? More of the Bill Michael Show is next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Got a couple of games on the docket tonight. Washington on the road against Pittsburgh. Buffalo on the road against San Francisco. And if you're asking yourself, what's for dinner tonight? You don't feel like cooking. Head out and check out our friends over there at Quick Trip. They have got that good fried chicken. They got the take-home, heat-and-eat meals, the pothole pizza, burgers, whatever it happens to be. Everything you need right there at your fingertips at Quick Trip. You're in, you're out, you're home. You're back in front of the tube. Good to go. Although it's not a tube anymore, really. In the most technical of terms. Quick Trip. Use your Quick Rewards card. They have got you covered. Good, good stuff. So what did you take away from the Green Bay Packers contest yesterday and the fact that they get a win? They're sitting at 9-3. and three. Detroit's next up on the docket. I think everybody is circled and holding their breath for the Tennessee game as a team that can come in and run the ball against them. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to Eric listening to us in Green Bay on our fine affiliate, the fan, WDUZ there. Eric, how you doing? All right, Billy. Good morning. How you doing, man? Doing great. What's up? Excellent. Hey, as far as your uh, your question, you know, and what I took away from the game yesterday, one thing that I really liked is that they were not manhandled by Philadelphia like last year. They weren't out-physicaled and just flat-out beat up. There was no Schwartz factor like I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really like the fact that, uh, that the Packers really used their tight ends well in this game yesterday. And when Mr. Barnett was eyeing up Bobby Tunyon for a shot, Mercedes Lewis threw a block that removed him from the game. Mm-hmm. I thought that was outstanding. Um, the, these, uh, I, have, I have liked this wide receiver core for quite some time, and I'm not one of the people that was saying, get another wide receiver. I would have much rather they had Baltimore Ravens draft 2020 than their own draft. Um, that, that would mean Queen and Matabuke and a couple other guys. But um, <clears throat> I do like this wide receiver core, and especially with the addition of uh, Tavon Austin. Now they've got two guys that can take top off of the defense. I'll take the passes that MBS drops for what he does do and what he brings to the offense. And I was really, really hard on Devontae Adams in his first two, three seasons, and I wanted him gone in the worst way because of the drops. And now he's one of the greatest wide receivers we've ever seen in green and gold. So I'm going to say uh, I like MBS, and I think he's going to work out great. Um, One thing that I don't like, though, and I think we've been snake bit by – the uh, John Ryan curse, because the Packers used to have a punter that would pop the snot out at somebody, and that was right. John Ryan was a big dude. And right now they've got a if 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 uh, if Scott wants to play soccer, he should go sign up for a soccer team because these past two uh, uh, touchdowns that the that special teams has given up, and there is nothing special about Packers special teams, but that he looked really silly. Really silly, and what are you doing even wearing a football helmet if that's how you're going to play? You know, get a football player to punt, please. And then yeah. I have a question for you, Bill. Yeah. This this team offensively reminds me somewhat of the greatest show on turf back in the day with Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk with right. the use of the running backs and the passing game and stuff like that. We all know about the Bill Parcells tree. We all know about the Bill Walsh tree. But is there a Dick Vermeil tree? Or is he the member of a of, of one of those trees? I'm kind of curious because that was a great offense, and 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 Dick Vermeil kind of dropped off the face of the planet. And I don't know if there is a Vermeil tree. Would you happen to know I, the answer to that question? I, that's a great question. I don't know. I, I I can certainly look into it to see what the coaching staff down there was like. But I remember it was Kurt Warner. You mentioned Marshall Falk. Remember they had Isaac Bruce, Tory Holt, uh, Hakeem Azara, Hakeem, uh, Ricky Prohl. Uh, Orlando Pace was a uh, part of that big offensive line that they had. I mean, they they had, boy, they had some players on that team. And, they, and and when you talk about that, and and you you look at all the players they had, it was easy to go to anybody and everybody because they had just stars at every at every position. So yeah, it was it's it's this Packers team operates in that faction. But they don't have the same level of talent as that team had, just in my opinion. I mean, I, I, I could be wrong, but off of that team, I mean, Aeneas Williams was another one Joe just brought up. Uh, but uh, out of that, they had the Pro Football Hall of Famer, Marshall Fox in the Hall of Fame, Pace is in the Hall of Fame, Warner's in the Hall of Fame, Isaac Bruce is in the Hall of Fame. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else off of that team. I mean, it was just Aeneas Williams was as well. I mean, it, it's just that, that team was unbelievable. That team was an unbelievable team that with the talent that they had. Just amazing. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. And remember, I mean, it was Kirk, Kurt Warner was cut by the Packers back in 94. He worked out with the Bears. 
Um, he, what was it? Uh, uh, that didn't work out. He ended up with like a scorpion sting or something like that. He was on his honeymoon. And he, he got cut there and just it just bounced around and finally found himself, uh, you know, found himself uh, down there with Dick Vermeil. And Dick Vermeil just happened to be the right place at the right time. And, and the rest is kind of kind of history. Uh, 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Uh, it looks like part of the ACC Big Ten Challenge um, with uh, the uh, Badgers and Louisville may not take place uh, due to uh, due to COVID. So due to COVID. So just an FYI. So uh, not uh, not what you wanted to hear, but you kind of figured, uh, much like uh, football, it might end up being, uh, you know, there's going to be some interruptions, you would assume. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in? Do it. Again, 855-830-8648. Uh, back to... Uh, Back to uh, the phone calls. Let's talk to Clint listening to us in Rice Lake on 1090 AM. Clint, how you doing, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm good. Happy Monday to you, Bill. You bet. Hey, What's uh, happening? I, I thought I thought the Packers offensively looked looked pretty stout. Um, mm-hmm. Defense, we, we were playing a lot more 4-3, it seems. The rush was getting you know pressure on it. Even when Hurts came in, um, that's when I kind of got a little worried. Um, but I think I think a big focus that we're kind of inept to is you know our special teams play. I, I don't remember the last time have we given up three touchdowns? I don't I don't remember the last time you know our special teams unit has given up three touchdowns because that could have drastically yeah. changed the game last night. You know. Third, well, they gave up a touchdown. Quarter. They had a offside penalty. They've, you know, they've given up field position numerous times. I mean, it's just the, this year the, the 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 punting situation specifically had a missed extra point, uh, which very rarely happens to Mason Crosby. But uh, but the special teams have not been stellar uh, this year. Not the way you would like them to be. And you really need special teams to be more supportive. I, I think more so than anything. And they just haven't been able to do that. We always talk about the return game and not having anything in return game. So not only are you not getting more in the return game, you're not doing anything when it comes to your coverage units either. When you're giving up points and giving up position and giving up first downs because of, uh, offsides penalties. So yeah, it's uh, it, it, it hasn't been good to say the very least. Who was the kicker in the replacement? Somebody had brought just our previous caller talked about, um, J.K. Scott trying to make a tackle. Who was the kicker in the movie The Replacements? Wasn't his name Nigel? I think his name was Nigel. Nigel Gruff, thank you very much. That's who J.K. Scott reminds me of. That He's not going to stick his head in there for anything. More like Ichabod Crane running down the field. Nigel Gruff. That's, that's who uh, J.K. Scott reminds me of. Nigel Gruff. Yes. Where he's uh, he could be smoking a cigarette on the sideline, it wouldn't matter. He'd be over there just flicking it, goes out, does his punting thing, and then if it's coming at him, he's like, "Hey, I'm going to dance with you. I'm going to hope that the cavalry comes. But if not, you're just going to shove me aside, run past me, and head into the end zone anyway." Nigel Gruff, man, come on, come on. You don't want to be Nigel Gruff. Come on, man. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Real quick, let's get to Grant listening to us on WMAM up in Marinette, Menominee, up in that area. Grant, how you doing? Hey, Billy, how are you? Doing well, man. What's on your mind? 
Not much. Uh, just a Philly guy here on uh, work travel. Uh, you know, tuned in the radio, heard you guys talking about the game last night. I uh, just figured I'd weigh in. Uh, the Eagles sure. suck. So I'm, I'm going to say that right right off the bat. We are terrible. Um, and there's not much to look forward to this season. Um, I'm actually kind of glad Carson got pulled last night. They put Jalen Hurts in to let him, you know, let him do his thing for a little bit. Either way, I don't, I don't think we're in a good situation you know, with that and then the whole team as a, in general. But uh, it was nice to, like, for Doug to at least step up and switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it, it, uh, what is the angst with Doug Peterson right now, if any, in Philadelphia? Um, well, there's a, there's a lot, I'll tell you that. Um, he just doesn't seem to play to his strengths, it seems like. Um, he always tries to be the smartest guy in the room um, when he's not. I don't know. I, I feel like he needs to take a little bit more from his coaches and see if he can incorporate the run a little bit more, you know, Miles Sanders has a couple good carries, and then he avoids them the rest of the game. And we can't really figure it out in Philly, honestly. Um, And then, you know, Miles Sanders gets five carries on the first drive and then doesn't see another carry for the next three drives. And it's like, what the heck are you doing, Doug? Um, And then we bring Jordan Howard up. He plays a little bit in the beginning, and then we don't see him the rest of the game. So I I don't really know what his thought process is half the time. Um, Like I said, I think he's just trying to always try to outthink himself. And I think a lot of teams and coaches are starting to uh, figure him out pretty easily. Yeah, I like I like Doug. I know he was innovative, but also I think part of it's personnel that he's had. He's been a little bit limited in what he's been able to work with. Appreciate the phone call. Um, but I still think the defense is solid. They're not great as strong as they once were. The team has deteriorated probably about 35 to 45% from what it was back when they won the Super Bowl. I still think Doug's a good coach. I think right now, uh, much like uh, many of you in Philadelphia, he's just struggling. Let's do this. When we uh, stop and take a break, going to come back. Going to hear from uh, going to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Hang in there. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program being brought to you by our friends at Schulze Family Farms Beef. I'll tell you more about them when we come back. More of the Bill Michael Show is next. Border to border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Welcome back. Good to have you. I'm basking in the glow of the green and gold Monday. I don't know about you, but I'm I'm not the pest. I mean, look, things may not work out. I don't want it to happen, but things may not work out. But I'm uh, I'm still sitting here rooting for a team that's nine and three. Thirty to sixteen, they get a win. Defense only gave up nine points. Take that! Take that! Cold weather, by the way, uh, it's here. We know that. Holidays are upon us. Schulze Family Beef, they have everything you need. Their family farm in Humbird, Wisconsin, providing high-quality, pasture-raised beef to all of us in the Midwest. I've always wondered what that pasture-raised means. You know, as opposed to grain-fed and feeding out of troughs, I guess, or bringing them into the house and sitting them down at the dinner table and feeding them Doritos, I guess. Uh, With COVID cases on the rise, everybody wants to get out of the grocery store, stay safe. You can choose from a wide variety of steaks and chops and burgers and hot dogs and brats and roasts. You get a curated gift box or create your own order. It's going to be packed in dry ice, arrive on your doorstep in just a couple of days. And they're going to have all the uh, delicious meats you need. For the cold weather stews and chilies and soups, I'll tell you what, I was still out there grilling this past weekend. So I, I still got my grill out. 
Check out their Facebook page for great recipes. And for uh, new for the holidays, they have the tomahawk ribeyes, which is they're perfect for you know smaller gatherings. And you can order them though; they're not going to last very long, so you got to get your order in now. Go to Scholze S C H O L Z E Scholze FamilyBeef.com. That is Scholze FamilyBeef. Com. Aaron Rodgers talks about the career milestone of 400 touchdowns. That was a special moment. Um, I can remember all the 100, uh, 100 notches said after the game in the interview. This will be the first uh, out of those that will actually probably get the ball as long as I can find it. Uh, Red Batty's back closet somewhere. But, uh, yeah, I think that – you know, they didn't say a whole lot during the week, but uh, it's always interesting to see who gets the milestone uh, throw. Pretty cool that Devontae got it. Um, I didn't do a whole lot on that play. It was a really good scheme play. Um, he did the whole thing and stiff-armed his way in the end zone. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's fun to, fun to have those milestones back-to-back weeks. Uh, like I said last week, a lot of it is longevity, but there also is some consistent play tied to it. So, the uh, the team itself, like I said, 9-3, not a bad way to go. I mean, there's a lot worse spots you could possibly be in. And you're either going to end up 14-2 or two or 13-3. and three. Still vying for the top spot in the NFC. So, where are they as a team right now? Yeah, I think we're in a good position as a team. You know, the first goal is always the north. Uh, we are up uh, three with four to play. Um, so, we have the opportunity um, – you know, magic number, as they say, is two for us. Um, so we're in a good position in a division. I think if you look at the opponents we've had the last few weeks, uh, the defenses especially, you know, we played some really good defenses. This was a really stout defense, a lot of veteran guys on that side, a lot of tough, big, tough dudes on that side. Uh, it was a chippy game, uh, but I liked how we stuck to it. As far as Devontae is concerned, I uh, no idea how we caught that ball. Uh, the ball was, I think, slightly underthrown. He said he went really, really late hands. I just saw a cluster of people uh, around him. And without any, you know, a ton of fans in the stands, usually in those situations when I'm on the ground, you listen for the for the fan roar. I heard the, our sideline. So I just shook my head and, and came back and I said, how the hell did you guess that ball, man? That was, uh, that was pretty special. That's what he does. You know, he's such a, such a gifted uh, player, such a smart, uh, talented guy. Um, makes my job a lot easier. And then, speaking of making your job easier, when you needed a big play late in that ball game, just when the momentum has started to shift a little bit, there's Aaron Jones ripping off that 77-yard touchdown run. He talks about that. I mean, I, I looked at my phone before I came in here, and I saw somebody, uh, my buddy Matt had texted me that, some about his speed, and I don't know if, that, if he really had they had the next gen on him for his speed or not. But um, I didn't see Dave, uh, and I'm hoping now that you've said it, and my buddy Matt said it, that he didn't make me look slow because although I wasn't sprinting, I will put that caveat out there right away. Um, I was trailing actually, and, and felt like I was in a good position, kind of walling off the guy on the backside uh, who was coming coming over, but. The real credit not only goes to the offensive line for picking up the pressure and getting them to the second level. Obviously, Aaron with a great run, uh, but uh, MVS uh, had a probably multiple really good blocks on that play. So 
that's going to be a fun one to watch when we put the film on. So he says, hey, look, um, was this a particular play that was called or was there an adjustment? But the beauty of that play went in uh, on Wednesday with uh, in, in Steno's run game meeting. And we went through similar looks to that. Now, most of the game, there was not a lot of pressure. Um, but we had that play basically alerted for a, a slightly different blocking scheme should they bring pressure uh, to the side of the run. And the, and the beauty was that we walked through it and went through with live rep on Friday, I believe. And then in the moment, uh, Billy and Rick did a nice job to the play side of handling the pressure. And then the rest was uh, Jonesy, um, the big uh, giraffe, uh, Debach, and uh, Marquez. Then uh, we had discussed a little bit earlier about all the different wide receivers and receivers used, and he talks about the play of Robert Tanya. Yeah, intelligence, I think, is a big part of it. And I think the best guys that we've had have that intelligence with route running. Um, you know, we've had some really good guys over the years. Um, but Robert, uh, you know, he's found himself in some good positions a couple of times now with some, you know, some uh, long uh, dropbacks. Uh, you know, he had the, the somersault touchdown against Atlanta. This one, you know, I almost fell down. The line, you know, gave me a ton of time. Found him wide open. So sometimes the ball finds you in those situations. Um, but his, uh, his intelligence is a big part of things. He just really understands the game, understands the timing really well. And he's, you know, it's paid off for him. He's made a number of big plays for us and call plays for him, which is great. And uh, he's done a really nice job of catching the ball consistently. And I think he's become a better runner after the catch, too. So he's, his entire game is, has improved in his time here. And now he's getting the touchdowns to, uh, to prove it. So uh, happy for him. Happy for Big Dog, too, getting a big, uh, big catch and run today. I said last week there's nobody uh, who you love seeing catch a touchdown more than Big Dog, and there's nobody you love seeing galloping down the sidelines as well than uh, than Mercedes. So it's fun to fun to get him that one, and obviously fun uh, for Jo to see uh, to see that play, and then Bobby catching the touchdown as well. And he was asked, "Can you get to 500 touchdowns before you get to 100 interceptions?" Yeah, like my man Kevin Garnett said one time, anything's possible. I think uh, that would be sweet. I haven't necessarily identified that as a goal. Um, I'm just living in the moment with this with this year, uh, trying to enjoy it as much as possible, and hopefully I'll you know still be playing to have uh, have 500. But uh, we'll see. So there you go, Aaron Rodgers uh, talking about uh, the play of his team, his teammates. One more real quick. Ricky Wagner also has been filling in and doing extremely well. I think the line did a really nice job. Proud of Elton, you know, in his first game, starting uh, at center, did a great job. Obviously, Dave is a rock over there. Lucas moving positions. And then, you know, like I said, I think I called John Mr. Reliable last week. Uh, Mr. Reliable this week was – Rick Wagner, very nice job at right tackle. 
So that's it. There you go. That was Aaron Rodgers after the game and uh, talking a little bit about his teammates. And uh, we'll get back into the discussion. Don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, Kevin Holden from uh, CBS Sports, in uh, CBS 58 in Milwaukee, going to be joining us. Also, we're going to talk about the NFC North when we come back. Right now, Radio Joe is going to talk about his car buying experience. That's right. Hyundai West Dallas is where I went to buy my new car, my Hyundai Sonata, which I absolutely love. I love everything about that car. I think it's probably the best car I've ever owned. And there's a lot of other things going on at Hyundai West Dallas right now, not just for where you need to go buy your new car, but they also have a lot of good deals that you should be paying attention to. Right now, what they're doing at Hyundai West Dallas, they have the winter sell-down event. All new vehicles are sold at or below dealer invoice. They will match any Wisconsin dealer's offer, offering top Kelly Blue Book values on trades. So what does that include? 0% 0%, 0% financing available, no payments until February, no down payment needed. They also offer a fully no-touch digital delivery where you can sign all the papers from your living room. And believe me, again, we're all concerned about going out places right now in public. You can do that just by doing the digital delivery offer that they have. You can make your best deal and pull an extra discount or price off their Christmas tree as well. It's their Christmas tree of savings, up to $500 of savings. And if you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, you get an additional $500 off. So we're talking almost up to $1,000 in savings on your car. That's all happening right now at Hyundai West Dallas. Hyundai West Dallas off of Highway 100 in West Dallas. And uh, you can also go to HyundaiWestDallas.com. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers held on to beat the Eagles 30-16 here at Lambeau Field. Green Bay came up with some big plays, like a 77-yard touchdown run from running back Aaron Jones, the longest of his career. On that run, I have to give credit to my teammates, you know, they without them I wouldn't have been able to finish that run with uh Lazard uh uh, MVS and Bobby finishing downfield and as soon as I turn around in the end zone all my teammates are there so I know they were all hustling getting blocks and without them it wouldn't have been possible Devontae Adams two touchdown receptions gives him 10 for the year over a thousand yards receiving in just 12 games and puts him in the record books with Jerry Rice Terrell Owens and Randy Moss just to hear to some of the names that you just said right there it's, it's pretty good company to be in the Eagles benched Carson Wentz in the third quarter in favor of their second round pick out of Oklahoma, rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts, who nearly pulled off a comeback. You know, today coach gave me that opportunity, you know, with all my heart, had every intention on coming in and getting it done and winning the game, but we came up short. Green Bay now 9-3, and three, headed to Detroit to face the Lions. At 3-8-1, and one, Philadelphia still has a chance. Eagles safety Jalen Mills. But like I said, as crazy as it sounds, we're still in it. You know, we can't feel sorry for ourselves about this game. we got to focus on the Saints. That's the Eagles' Jalen Mills in Green Bay. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Glad to have you. The Bill Michael Show. We continue on. By the way, we were asked before about the coaching tree coming out of St. Louis. Uh, Derek says it was Mike March, Joe Gibbs, Don Coryell, Eric Coryell. Remember that out with San Diego. And it all started with Sid Gilman years ago. So there you go. 
Do a little research. Good stuff. Don Coriel, man, Air Coriel, Dan Fouts, that was a hell of a team. They ran into uh, the only year, one of one of only two really good years that Cincinnati had. They ran into the buzzsaw that was the Cincinnati Bengals in uh, the AFC Championship game, and that was the game that the coldest game ever played right up there with the ice bowl. 52 degrees below zero, and the Ohio River froze over when Dan Fouts and them came to uh, Cincinnati to play to play the Bengals in that contest with Air Coriel and company. Never forget that. Uh, 855-830-864. Real quick, running around the rest of the NFC North. Uh, yesterday, I had mentioned uh, a day in which Miss Trubisky, I'm, look, they're, they're only a stitch back when you talk about the, the actual conference. Look, I, you're not going to start firing people, but how you, the Bears are only a couple of games out. Bears get a couple of wins. Right now, they are, they have the Lions and the Giants ahead of them. So, but they're, they're a game behind San Francisco. They're a game behind uh, um, Minnesota. So, the Lions are sitting at 5-7. and seven. Minnesota, with the win yesterday, goes to 6-6. Six and six. And if you looked today, the Minnesota Vikings would be in the postseason. Think about that. The Minnesota Vikings, after starting out so horrifically, would be in the postseason. And that would not be a team you would want to face the Packers as of right now because the Saints would have the bye. The Packers would face them in the postseason right now. They'd face them at Lambeau Field, but they'd face them in the postseason. I don't think that's a team you want to face. So Minnesota on the cusp of getting in. Detroit a game back. Chicago a game back. Chicago would have to overcome Detroit. Ah, You know, it's just Chicago's in their free fall. One more loss, though, and they're pretty much done. So you would assume the Packers are going to, even if there's a breath of life at the end of the season, the Packers are going to punch them in the face and knock them out. Oh, my goodness. When we come back, we're going to talk with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. Talk with him about this contest yesterday, about the Green Bay Packers in general. And it was one particular player that said, I got to do something about this and got some other guys together. And then they went to another guy and they talked about it. And then they came up with a plan. I'll tell you what it's talking about coming up here in about 20 minutes. Stay tuned. The Michael Show right after this. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.